Welcome, and thanks for tuning in to our podcast. My name is Daniel. My wife, Megan, and I are the location pastors here at Destiny Church, Nuremberg Region. We know that today's message will bless and encourage you because the Bible tells us that the Word of God is alive and active. If you want to connect in with us, be sure to subscribe to this podcast, follow us on social media, or visit our website at destinychurch.de. Let's get into the Word. You know, I started thinking, Daniel started off the series about, you know, getting into the Bible and reading God's Word. And, uh, you know, so I see them, they use their fancy contraptions. So I said, okay, yeah, okay, I can, I can, I can use the iPad this week, sorry. So I'll try and use the iPad. The last time I did this, I had like a backup set of papers. But then I thought, you know, everyone's been talking about the Bibles that they, you know, this is the version I use and stuff. So then I started looking and I was like, hey, you know, like I have this one, you know, that's the message. And that is one that I read almost every night. It's, it's a good reading Bible. Uh, not, I wouldn't say a study Bible, but it's a good reading Bible. And there's a lot of things that I'll read in there and then go to another version to look at. And then... Um, Besides being a teacher, um, I spend, spent my career teaching uh, American students, and one of the things I also get to do is coach. So I get to do athletics. I've coached a lot of things. Um, right now, American football is one of the main ones. And so I have one here from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. They call it the Coach's Bible. And so it's, uh, it's actually the NIV version. But they're nice, you know, they went and put uh, some devotionals in the back that uh, are pertinent to coaching. And so then, you know, I started digging through, and then I had one that I've had for years. And I'm kind of, um, I guess I grew up in a NIV version. And so Daniel talked about having a Bible, you know, with his name on it. So I thought, oh, I'll bring one of those too. I got my name on there. And then, you know, uh, as you start diving deeper into God's Word and you want to know more, especially back before the internet was so easily accessible. Then we started getting like study Bibles. And like, so this one's like a chronological life application study Bible. So that one, you know, it's like, it actually tries to put things in more of a chronological order instead of book order like we're used to. And then, you know, what else did I have digging around in here? Oh yeah. So of course we have the Bible. So we have a few versions in German. We've been in Germany long enough, um, especially my children. They actually get a lot more out of this than I do. And then uh, we have great friends in our area who work with the, as uh, Gideons and work with giving Bibles out. And so we actually have one here in uh, Arabic. And so, you know, I always thought also, if you haven't uh, tuned in before to Daniel always has some type of something to show, right? So here we go. I have the mountain of Bibles, and then that way I can hide behind it. I'm hiding behind God's word. All right. So this week, um, so Megan said, I'm Stephen Schott. And um, how did I end up here? I ended up here because God started moving in our family's hearts and lives, especially in these last couple of years, and we started looking for an English-speaking congregation. And 
we didn't even know about Destiny Church. And so we actually, it's, been, it's about a year. Like this is our year anniversary from when we really learned about Destiny. And um, we were on a urlaub, we we're on vacation for a week, and then we started coming. So um, that's how we got here. So we haven't been here a long time, you know. But in the process, one thing when I look back on our lives, um, it's just how God works in us. He works in us, and he takes people, he takes circumstances, and it just starts guiding, and especially if you let him, pushing you into his will and into his purpose he has for you. And so what we've been talking about here is our Bible series. And so for the last four weeks, Daniel started off challenging us to read your Bible. And does anyone remember, oh, you, you did hear that, I'm a teacher, right? There's always a quiz. Um, review, does anyone remember week one? Do you remember back there? What was one of the points Daniel said? Week one, oh man, you didn't think I was gonna ask you questions, did you? I'll give it to you, I'll give it to you, and I'll try to do it with the same excitement. Daniel said, it's alive. He even brought in Frankenstein talking about that. But it's alive. The word of God is alive. And so that was one of the big points. Um, he also um, alluded to a practical tip, which was pray before you read. Pray and ask, you know, ask the Holy Spirit. Say, I want to understand. Help me understand the heart of the Father through this reading. So then we went into week two. I call it episode two. I've spent a long time teaching video. So episode two, it is what's in the word. And so that's where um, I had the privilege of speaking with Roland and Ileana. And so we had what's in the word. We said that Roland told us about God's promises. Does anyone remember that? We've had a few people around here. Okay. And then I was able to speak about the power of the word, the power that we find in God's word. And then we had Ileana finish up with, we find purpose in God's word. Okay. And then that takes us to the, what, week three. I don't even remember what I was doing that week. Some weeks I'm in the children's church program. But in week three, we had... Daniel was back and told us, put the word to work, put it to work. And so we found out that God's word is a meal. Okay, we talked about, you know, Jesus, the bread of life. God's word is a mirror that we can, you know, take God's word and we hold it up. And as we read it, we can start to see the good, the bad, and the ugly that is even in us. But we also have that constant promise that God is working us to be in his image. And then we also, of course, have that brave heart moment, though God's word is a sword. It's a weapon. It's something that we can walk through and use every day, moment by moment, because our, our battle, you know, is not really in flesh and blood. It's in the spiritual realm. So that takes us to Megan last week. 
and she told us about ruazite. So this quiet time, this pause. And um, she uh, had hit a few things. She talked about eliminating distractions. Okay, I know that's difficult for me, especially when you have children. This, this week, I've had two of my kids gone to camp. It's been a lot quieter in the house. So that, that is good. Thank you, Lord. I was actually able to prepare a little better, I think. But eliminate distractions. Um, she, again, emphasized pray before you read. Mm-hmm. And then um, the idea of write it down. You know, write it down. Post it. And we'll talk more about that today. But then um, something that we've talked about for a few times in the last month is we can read it, but you've got to respond. You've got to respond. You have to act on this word, this living word that's coming into you. So um, I'm just excited. Today was the first time we had the kids in here for worship. And uh, if you didn't know, um, if you're new with us, um, our kids ministry, man, sometimes, I mean, we can have a bunch of children up there. And it has been really good here in these last months. And so if you have, um, if you're looking for a way to respond to God's word and, you know, you're like, hey, you know, I can spend a little time up there and we won't leave you. (laughs) Not months at a time. Megan works really hard. She's very diligent about trying to uh, spread out the workload. But God's word and what we're going to talk about today is something the kids we started last week in memorizing verses. And so that's something else we'll talk about today. So that brings us to a little saying. We have, um, I've spent most of my time here in Germany working with the United States military and other NATO forces. And I spend my time working with military connected families. So some of their families are um, active duty military in the U.S. Armed Forces. Um, Some of them are from civilian families who are there working jobs, kind of like I am, um, supporting the uh, mission. And it's, it's kind of one of those things where we've had some really great connections with uh, chaplains, army chaplains. And one particular gentleman, I'm going to give a shout out to Bart Wilt out there in the world. Bart, I hope you get to watch this someday. Um, He had this little saying that he would use that just stuck with me. And it is, get in God's word daily. Get in God's word daily. And I want you to start thinking about that. So with your participation, let's see if we can do this together. Get in God's word daily. Now let's do it together. Ready? Here we go. Get in God's word daily. And that has been, thank you, that has been um, kind of our challenge to you here for the last few weeks. And so uh, along with that, I have some verses. I figure if you're going to talk about the Bible, we should probably go to the Bible, okay? So I have one here, Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. And this is, uh, all these are coming from the NIV version. 
Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So when we talk about daily, daily, are you feeding your spirit? Are you feeding your spirit? So daily going to the word and reading it, letting it work on you, letting it change you. And so I have another one here from Psalms. So Psalm 119, verse 105. And does anyone know what noon means? I had to look it up. It's one of, you know, in the Psalms, as I believe 119, it's kind of like a big poem, um, especially if you look at it in Hebrew, it makes more sense. It's an acrostic, I believe. And so, uh, needless to say, noon is just a, a command, kind of, it's part of it. And so, your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. And so, again, if we go to God's word daily, we are able to illuminate those next steps. And I, I've heard it said before, you know, sometimes we, we want God's word, we want to see the spotlight way ahead, but he's always lighting, that lamp is always lighting our next steps that we're taking. Okay, so another thing that we've come around to is power and authority. And so in God's word, we can find power and authority. And so in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11, I think we have that one up there. It says, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And this is prophecy. This is speaking of what God is doing. And so we look at Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. So Hebrews chapter 4. And so here we see the writer of Hebrews saying, for the word of God is alive and active. And we should be start. this one should start to kind of ring in your ear because you've heard this multiple times in the last four or five weeks. Sharper than any double-edged sword, it penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Wow. So there again, we look at this idea of how God's word can be used and the power and the authority that it brings into our lives and into our community, to those around us. Another thought that we have here is wisdom. And so when we come to God's word, we have, I mean, how many of you have asked God for wisdom? Probably this morning, right? <laughs> Me too. Um, we come to these points in life where if we're a believer in a good, good father and a savior who died to save us from our sin, our rebellion, a spirit that is living in and through us, if we believe those things, then we come to the understanding quickly that we don't have all the answers. And for some reason, I've known that for a long time, but I keep trying to find all the answers myself. And so 
wisdom is this idea of coming to God with this contrite heart, this humbleness and saying, I don't know. I need you. And so it's kind of this attitude that, um, that I think is very important that they talked about earlier is, you know, before you come into the Bible to read and study, let's pray. Let's, let's ask, Father, I want to know your heart. Please speak to me today through your word. That type of prayer. And so as we uh, look at wisdom, we have something here. Here's 2 Timothy chapter 3, 16 through 17. And this is Paul, the Apostle Paul writing, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. It wasn't like partially equipped, it was thoroughly equipped. So again, we can see that we wanna come to the Bible, we wanna come to the word of God because that is where we can find the wisdom we need and it equips us for the work he has for us. And so um, I think another part of that is, you know, we always kind of, I think, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's just me, but it says, is useful for teaching. Oh, that sounds good. All the teachers out there. Woo, teaching. Sounds good for teaching. Rebuking. You know, I mean, that's one of those things where like, ooh, we're trying to all be happy here. You know, we want, we want to grow the church. We want people to come in. You can't rebuke people. But we got to remember that in relationship, when you have relationship and you go up to your friend and say, hey, listen here, buddy. I see you're struggling, you know, what's going on? And be able to hold that mirror up together out of love, there is a place for that. There's a place for rebuking. And it's one of those things, again, where God and the Holy Spirit are moving in that. Connecting and training in righteousness. That sounds good. So I have another one, Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 2. Verse 6, for the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth, knowledge and understanding. Let me say it again. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Amen. And so we know he gives wisdom. And when we don't understand and we don't know that we can come to him. And that doesn't mean that we get all our answers. And uh, I think just this week, I've uh, kind of do a morning devotional and it was kind of talking to this idea that sometimes we're, so, we're asking God so much about why, why, why that we miss the point. Sometimes it's not about the answer it's about us coming to him and seeking him. And so sometimes, you know, there's a lot of things, you know, we, we talk about just, just in God, you know, this idea of the Trinity, you know, I mean, mysteries of his majesty. Um, there's some things that I don't know how we'll understand it, at least not in my brain, but being able to go day by day, knowing him, 
and and just walking with him kind of like you know back in the beginning adam and god they walked through the garden and that's something that if we do that daily it starts to change us the more we hang around him right the more we become like him okay so I want to look in the New Testament. I believe it's Colossians chapter 3, verse 16 through 17. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So that right there is instruction for all of us, right? For the church universal. And so the question that I kind of want to pose to you, rhetorical, you don't have to answer right now, is if we believe that God's word is the power of God, if we believe that, if we believe God's word is Jesus, the bread of life, why do we make time for so much more in our day than to actually come and spend a few minutes trying to eat that and chew on it and really let that get inside of our mind, our hearts, our souls? So. I, I continue to challenge you. So I'll just tell you kind of one way I try to do this. So in the morning, I get up before most in my household. And so that is the time when I try to, I do, I'm doing a devotional series right now, kind of a short reading with Bible passage. And so that's kind of my quiet time until the children wake up, especially during school days because they get up earlier. So then the quiet time goes away quickly. But throughout the day, I mean, I'm running around dealing with students and teachers and parents and all that goes along with the education environment. And in the evening, when everything has finally calmed down again, that's when I really try to read. Have any of you ever tried to do one of those like read the Bible all the way through programs? I see that hand. All right. I, I have started, I've started many times, okay? Um, I think Daniel maybe mentioned the idea of, you know, he didn't want to do this series at the beginning of the year because then it becomes into a New Year's resolution you won't keep. So we're doing in the middle of the year. So um, I, I have started many and I think finished once maybe. But what I found that works for me is I just... I actually do use the message in the evening and it's an easy reading English version and I just started at the front and I just read it until I get to a place. If it's Leviticus, it might not be very much that night and I move on and the next night I come back and Leviticus is still there and we make a little more progress. But I kind of gave up on oh, I need to read these verses today, and I need to read, you know, I gave up on that. I just started and just started reading a little, mark my spot. Read a little, mark my spot. And it became much easier um, 
my arms started getting tired trying to read this, holding it up in the bed. And so I moved on to a Kindle so that I could uh, have a little relief. But that, that's kind of what I've done is I try to just read kind of as the Spirit's leading. And, it, and I'll tell you the amazing thing about God's Word being alive. Um, I think maybe I've been through the whole Bible now a few times, and it's amazing how I've read the same thing multiple times, and at different times in my life, it, it, it almost, it's like it's, it's, it's the same but different. <laughs> same, same, but different. It's like it speaks to you at that moment. God is speaking to you at that moment, giving you insights that you never had before. And it just blows my mind to think that for all eternity, we can be in communion with God and just have him blowing our minds with new things for all eternity. And so this is just like, you know, it's just a taste of what it's going to be like, what it's going to be like to be in, in, in perfect harmony with God the Father. So wisdom, definitely a big one. Um, one of the things, check my watch, I would like to try to leave you with is one part of this, we, I think we've kind of, as they say in Texas, we've beat the horse, you know, the dead horse. We beat it and beat it. We want you getting engaged in the Bible. But one way is to actually memorize God's word. Okay, some of you, there's some verses, some of you already know some that are like kind of your life verses that you have really been holding on to. Um, but what does God's word talk about, this idea of knowing the scripture? And so let's look in Deuteronomy chapter 6. This is verse 4 through 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and buy them, bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. So, it's not like this was a new thing. It's not like, you know, when Jesus came on the scene and was ministering that this idea that the scriptures were important, okay? So we already know that they're important. It was already hearing talked about then. But it's like, how do we work this into our lives? How do we work it into our families' lives? How do we work it into our friendships and things like that? Another one, this is uh, Paul speaking in Romans chapter 12. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So this idea that the mind that we are born with, amazing as it is, we have to have that now conformed, it has to be molded into what God has for us. So if we use God's word, if we go to God's word, that just helps us in this process. And so knowing God's word starts to transform our minds. 
2 Corinthians, this is Paul again, chapter 10. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And so the idea is, how do we know what thoughts, you know, it's like we got to grab onto these thoughts to make them obedient to Christ. Maybe it's fear. I mean, do you have that? Do you have a fear that just seems like it keeps coming up? It keeps coming up. It keeps coming back. You ask God, Lord, help me. Well, those are the times where we have to grab that and hold it up to the light of God's word. And when we see that we don't have to have fear, there is no fear in Christ. So those are the things that it's, it's, it's the struggle that we are currently in that's preparing us and helping us step into our relationship, a deeper relationship with God our Father and just the purpose he has for us here right now. So grabbing those thoughts, making them obedient. So memorizing God's word can help us in this. And um, I think all of us have probably had to memorize something. Um, what was that thing? So my children have been going to German school. Is it a Gedicht? Gedicht? Is that the memorizing, the things? Okay, so they would give them these big old long poems and be like, okay, eight-year-old, memorize it, and we're going to give you a grade on this thing that's going to decide where you go for the rest of your life. You know, it's like, whoa, this is like, this is crazy. Um, that, that's from the American perspective, of course. Um, but so, I mean, oh, man, we were starting to memorize. But interesting fact I learned, children actually have better functional memories than adults. It's very amazing. Um, memory and the brain, being able to work that, and when you start learning and start working on memorizing things early in life, it makes it much easier later in life. And then for some of us, it's very difficult to sit there and, you know, work out memory, you know, these memory things. So then there's like tricks, right? You know, try to work out, work out memory tricks. So one strategy, I think we have the strategies up there. So first off, you start by reading it. And then there's multiple ways you can go about it. But just reading it is kind of just your introduction. But you can go in there. And one interesting thing is to go and read it and then start covering up parts of it. So using a note card or hand or something. Um, they actually have apps where that you can go in and use sliders to like cover up parts of the text as you're reading it, trying to help yourself recall what was already in that sentence. Another is say it, okay? So um, say it out loud. Don't just sit there and read it in your mind, speak it. So say it out loud. And then being able to break the longer passages, um, you know, break it up into sentences so that you're, you're kind of keeping the thought together. And as you say it, um, one trick that they've used in theater stuff for a while is, especially if you have a, a partner, a buddy in this, is you say it and you say it fast. 
and you say it faster and you say it faster and it's it's more like it's more like you're just you know it kind of turns into like you're almost yelling at each other but you're just saying as fast as you can as fast as you can and then you start slowing it back down to a normal whatever the conversation might be and so it's kind of like it's just it's it's like the emotion it's the hearing it yourself as you speak it all of those connections in your brain are getting made um write it try using uh you know write it down post it up you know it might not be the the door frame of your home some people do that it could be the mirror in your bathroom right it could be you know uh on you know stick it on a something on your backpack so every time you're commuting and you open up your backpack you see it sitting there but write it down and uh, one possible thing you can do is once you start writing it down then only put the first letter of each word in the sentence using capitalization as prop you know just like proper grammar and punctuation and it's pretty amazing how you can take a whole passage and break it down just to the first letters of each word because again just the way our brains are wired if we can see that little bit of a hint it's like it connects it together and then um sing it uh, this is a favorite my wife's one of her favorites sing it and so there's many resources out there um, i think i put one up there seeds family worship they actually take the word of god put it to music and kind of you know, they make a song out of it and you know it's it's amazing how you can be going through your day and all of a sudden this song pops in your head you know it's god speaking to you through his word that you have memorized without even thinking about it so that's another thing that you, you know add it to your playlist right go get your playlist add it to your play throw a few songs in there every once in a while and start building building that in your mind this memorization and then another good memorization technique you can always associate um, you know keywords with either objects or motions you know hand motions like when you're teaching when you're teaching the kids songs and stuff you know my god is so big right you know i mean you do hand motions and though you might not be walking through your everyday life doing that you you at least in your mind you've now make that connection because now you're connecting saying it your your memory is connecting it with a body motion you're moving these muscle groups and so there's a lot of different strategies you can do and so that kind of takes us here to jeremiah chapter 15. and it says when your words came i ate them they were my joy and my heart's delight for I bear your name, Lord God Almighty. And so I guess my challenge to you as we're wrapping this up is let the word of God be your delight. Tasting it. And, and you can go, you can go uh, read many places in there, you know, talk about tastes like honey. The, let God's word come into you and let it change you. And so I do encourage you to... Uh, Get in God's word daily. Come on, come on, say it with me. Ready? Are you awake? Get in God's word daily. And that leads us here to the end, where I would also say this is also attributed 
to Bart Wilt, he would also say, get in prayer daily. And so I just remind you that it's, we're, we're in this relationship. We're in this relationship here in the, in the church. You have your relationships uh, where you live, in your jobs, in your school. And so we, if we want to build that relationship, we've got to get in God's word daily and we've got to be in prayer daily. And when we go to God, he doesn't disappoint. And so I definitely, um, I, I'm just, I don't know, I'm kind of like overcome a little bit by his goodness. And that this mountain of Bibles I have sitting here, and I think I may, we may have a couple more at the house that we used in college. I, I mean, literally, like what's sitting here right now, we have people in the world right now who, I mean, they're in big trouble if they get caught with something like this. Big trouble. We're talking imprisonment. We're talking uh, being ostracized by their community, death even. And so I think sometimes we get in our kind of Western world mentality, you know, you don't understand. You don't understand my schedule. You don't understand what my boss wants from me this week. But I I just, it always goes back. I always think of the persecuted church. Um, we We have millions of brothers and sisters in Christ who are, I mean, they're ecstatic to receive a couple of pages from God's word so that they can look at it and learn it and memorize it so that they can pass it on to someone else. And so I think as we kind of go through our day, um, we have to, you know, grab onto the resources that we have available, whether that's in print or also I think we have some resources up on the screen. Um, There's some online resources that work really well, Bible Gateway, um, multiple versions. Blueletterbible.org is a nice study resource. I mean, if you want to start getting kind of deep, if you want to go find out the Greek and blah, 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 they actually break down some of the passages into original language. And, um, and also the U version. I don't know, um, Daniel spoke about it before. I mean, it's an app. And uh, the U version Bible, the Bible app, uh, you can go in there, download it for free. You can download many versions in many languages and have it so that it's offline. So you can have that on your personal device and uh, added benefits. Like it'll, so that might be a way to remind you, hey, I've got a few minutes. It's lunchtime. Hey, look. And that might start drawing you in and making it a habit, making it a habit in your life, a very good habit. But as we're finishing up here, I just want to um, encourage you that wherever you are now, wherever you've been kind of experimenting with this Bible reading for the last few weeks, you know what they say, 21 days to a, to a new habit. So try to build it into your plan. Make it purposeful planning. Purposeful planning. From going to bed at night 
So when you wake up in the morning, when in there can you engage with the creator of heaven and earth? And you can do it through his word. Amen? Amen. So I would like to pray um, a couple of prayer requests. Let's pray um, our campus, Destiny Church in Prague. They're wrapping up right now. They had the teens um, giving testimony. So some of the teens were giving testimony at the church today. And so I think that's just awesome and in, in a variety of ways for, for that teen who is sharing and obviously for those that are hearing this and we get to hear about God's goodness and what he's doing in their lives. And we're gonna hear more about what happened uh, here in the next couple of weeks. Another prayer request, um, they're traveling. So after service, they're gonna be hopping on a bus and coming back. And so that's not just our, some of our teens that are coming here to the Nuremberg area. We have them going to Rosenheim, Munich. So just pray, pray for traveling mercies and just pray that they have a great kind of uh, wrapping up of this little chapter in their life and that they're able to step into what God has for them. Um, and just the, the new, you know, just what has the Holy Spirit been working in their lives and how they can do that now when they're going back home. But let's pray. Please stand with me. Father God, we are just humbled to be in your presence. We thank you, Lord, that you love us so much that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to come to us in our sin and rebellion and to show us the way, show us through his light. And we just thank you, Lord, for dying for us, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We celebrate your resurrection, that we find healing in you, that you are a healer, that you transform our minds to be more like yours. And we ask for the mind of Christ. Holy Spirit, I just ask you to move with those in our congregation, those listening online, watching online, and just pray that they will be just overcome with joy and delight in digging and diving into your word. I ask, Father, be with our teens as they are wrapping up there in Prague. I thank you for this time, this week. Thank you for the leaders and the, the sleepless hours that they have spent. And I just pray, Father, that this uh, experience will be something that is just a seed planted that they will take for the rest of their lives and it will bloom into something great. Calling missionaries, calling evangelists, calling preachers, calling pastors. I just pray, Father, that these teens, Lord, that as you are setting them up for great things, that you will give them great strength and courage as they come home back to the normal that they can keep stepping into the new life you have for them. We pray for traveling mercies. I pray for the congregation here that you will bless them from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet, that they will have a great week ahead. Those that are traveling, that are uh, on the other side of the world, I just pray, Lord, that you will bless their time with family and friends and that we will be able to celebrate when we all return back here in the next few weeks. We give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen.